So, it is 10.07, and I have a need for weeb. Welcome to the Need for Weeb podcast, where we all have that need for that weeb. Uh, this here is an otaku-themed podcast brought to you by the nerdasses uh, over yonder at the Camille's Harem podcast. So welcome, our fellow weebs and otakus. Today we're going to talk about animes that we were pleasantly surprised by, that we didn't expect to enjoy, and then animes that are the opposite, that we were expecting to enjoy and were severely disappointed with. Who would like to start? Okay. I'm going to go say, so the anime that I did not expect to like, and then I ended up really enjoying it, is uh, Samurai Champloo. This this crazy <laughs> off-the-walls, off-the-rails story of essentially two ronin and an orphan in search of the orphan's long-lost father is honestly an absolutely great story. It is It has tons of laughs, fan- phenomenal action hilarious dialogue and just some really great standalone moments throughout the series that end up culminating in like an absolutely insane finale and i think part of it is is that the the friends who introduced it to me maybe they were just touching more on the stuff that they really enjoyed and then again like also like when people like oh there's this anime character who you'll like so much because he's just like you and that doesn't really sell it too much to me because i'm just all like do i really want to watch a version of myself <laughs> Do, doing stuff yeah and i feel yeah. like especially with a comparison like that it's oftentimes so like either paper thin the comparison or mm-hmm. it's like highly characterized to the point where like is this really how they see me you know what i mean mm-hmm. i mean uh, here's the thing though after watching it i'm like if i could be as cool as Jin, and they were saying like yeah he, he reminds us of you then i'd be all like why thank you uh, because Jin is an awesome character i hope we um, didn't accidentally make that mistake with you when we told you you were like Zymoxa in teen rom-com snafu yeah those are all highly characterized yeah. uh versions of us so for maybe sure a little bit of, of an apology there but he, he kind of does remind <laughs> us of you <laughs> i mean i i can see that and i and if you had known me back in high school it would have been a more apt comparison oh no uh, to, to be yeah. Free. <laughs> yeah and i am nothing like the little sister but i still definitely identify closely with the little sister i love the little sister in that show this is not what and the then, animes were t- t- actually talking about we just no i mean canon. it could be one that i would be talking about because i was not expecting to enjoy that one as much as i true. did but true. that's not the one i actually want to talk about Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen Teenage Rom-Com Snafu, highly recommend it. It's one of my all-time top tens and top three favorite rom-coms. It is a, it is a, it's a good great one. character study. Watch a, a teen comedy Snafu and also watch Samurai Shampoo because, yeah, I honestly highly encourage it. And also it's just it, like it's not it's not one of the classic anime, but it's like kind of coming out of like the age of the classics and so it yeah. still has like a lot. So like when you watch it, it has it has a very gritty feel to it, but it becomes way more flowing. Like what we become more well, like what we kind of become accustomed to more recent anime. So I find it like to be a very fun blending of both new and traditional styles. So nice. yeah, yeah, it was a series that I went in. Like I, I still remember the night I was at my friend's place, I was at their apartment, and they're all like, "I just stay and watch one episode." I'm like, "Fine, I'll watch one episode." 
I watched it. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, you want to watch the next one? I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's watch the next episode. And then by that, I was hooked. And then <laughs> I got home like five hours later. Yeah. That's one that's been on my list of things to watch for a very long time. Yeah. And I'm kicking myself for not getting around to it sooner. But yeah, I, that came out like 2004. So it's right on the tail end of like old quote fingers, old anime and like kind of bringing into the more modern day stuff. True. It's like right there in the transitional period. I don't know. 2004, 2005 was an odd transition period. They came out with some odd freaking anime uh, during that time period, if I Let's remember see. right. Spring 2004. Oh, I am searching right now. <laughs> Let's go by highest rated. Monster, Samurai Shampoo, Initial D, uh, Sergeant Frog. Sergeant Frog was super shows popular over in Japan. Yeah. Tenjo Tenj. I know that was pretty. Midori no Hibi. Uh, we got Bleach. Yeah, Bleach was around there, wasn't it? Midori, they, it? So that's another one that's just like super weird. Um, what's it called? Ooh, Elfin Lead. <laughs> oh, no. Midori's yeah, Hand or whatever. I can't remember what the actual English name of this one was. Midori Days is what it's called. This delinquent, this like delinquent's hand becomes this girl that has a crush on him. Yeah. And it, it's super like weird. Looking at this list here, it's like 2005. We had some great like Mushishi, um, Helsinger. No, Helsinger was 2006. Sorry, I'm having kind of fun looking back on these. Full Metal Panic. I, I, I mm -hmm. think we're going to, we need to do some episodes, just kind of like our pre-anime reviews almost. With just like some oldies. With just some, some oldies. Yeah. I think it would be oh, really fun. Okay. Yu-Gi-Oh! GX is that old? What the heck? Slight, a slight tangent here. School Rumble, that was another one that I was disappointed with. I really wanted to like that, oh, and I yeah. honestly should have liked it, but maybe it was just the mood I was in or something. I but really anyway. need to look into Beck because I heard so much about it when I was living over in Japan. Yeah. I've heard that I felt like 2004, really 2005, there were definitely some like standouts, yeah. but then you hit 2006, you got Gintama, Black Lagoon, Orin High School Host Club, Welcome to yeah. NHK. 2006 uh, just started dropping Death balls. Note. Yeah, that's, yeah. I feel like when it really started, 2007, Naruto, like that's when it really, like anime started taking off again. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that, well, and it's also when it starts like really becoming popular over here stateside. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it had already been coming over stateside, but it started emerging from the niche. Um, yeah, started yeah. emerging from its strange corner and started slowly coming into the mainstream. And you can thank Cartoon Network for that. Toonami, yeah. baby. All I never, right. the only thing I watched up until like 2014 was like Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon. So, you know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sakura Card Captors. Ooh, Sailor Moon, that was, those were Hamtaro. ones that I watched. Hamtaro. Hamtaro. <laughs> that was <Yes>! a classic. <laughs> We ought to do an episode uh, just on Hamtado. Just like sit through no, a bunch of episodes, no, and like just Hamtaro. talk about Hamtaro. <laughs> Perfect. You hate it. Oh, this will be great. <laughs> the reason my it. Smash Brothers name is Hamtaro is because I hate Hamtaro, and <laughs> that's that's kind of the point. I love it. I Let's I'm do trying it. to be annoying. <laughs> Let us do it. Okay. Okay. Let's get back to our main topic, though. Yeah, uh, Nate, yeah. what was your, like, you were surprised by? The show that I was surprised by, let me pull it back up. Um, sorry, give me a second. I'm too deep into the woods here. <laughs> Gotta get out of the woods. The woods. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. The one I want to talk about is The Pet Girl of Sakurasau. Oh. Because that was one that I was like, 
I don't want to watch a show about a pet girl. That sounds stupid. Like, what is she like a cat? Like, that's dumb. Like, I don't really, you know, I was like, this looks really, really dumb. And then I got into it. I was like, you know, there's some pretty smart moments in it, you know, but all in all, it's pretty like generic rom-com. And then the second half of it just freaking took me for a ride. Um, (laughs) I wish I could remember why I started watching it in the first place. Like whatever possessed me to pick it up. But I am so glad I did because that is an incredible show. Uh, for those who are not in the know, I we've talked about this several times on this podcast by now, but uh, it's by the same author who did the Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, and the second half of the show definitely reflects that. Uh, first half, not so much. It definitely feels much more like generic anime, <laughs> so to speak, but the second half, oh, it hits all the right notes especially like the last like five, four or five episodes. Um, It just episode after episode just hits you hard. So definitely watch it. If you want a good like character drama, you kind of have to wade through the first half of the show. But the second half is uh, Nanami, my precious girl. Yeah, I I would have to agree with that one. I feel so bad for her. She did. Anyway, yeah. don't get me started on that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything. Definitely go watch it. It's not anything like the name would suggest. It's fantastic. Yeah. It just really is. Yeah. And the main character, although being kind of like your generic like main character whose brain is full of sawdust, he actually has some pretty like human moments, you know, some like that really endear you to him. The entire cast is so endearing, so lovable, like every single one of them. So, yeah. No, it's a really good show. I would I would highly recommend that one as well. All right, Scoot, so what's yours? Mine, so, and I'd only seen, like, clips of this one before getting into it. I was just kind of bored, so I'm like, oh, I'll check it out. But it's called Girls on Panzer, which is entirely fluff and entirely tank action. And <laughs> I wasn't ready to actually enjoy it as much as I did because it it has this bizarre like balance between the like the the fluff with the characters because it's like all these girls at a all girls high school in this like kind of odd solar punk version of Japan that are in this club that does tank battles with other schools and like all the characters are just like super easygoing and it's just they're going about their life and it's cute and it's fluff and all that kind of stuff. And then you get to the tank battles and then it's all of a sudden like super serious. But like and it like flops between those two like almost constantly. And it just kind of like, what am I watching? Why? Why am I enjoying this? <laughs> like I couldn't figure out for the longest time why I was enjoying it. I, I just kind of fi- like gave up and figured this is just fun. I'm really enjoying this kind of thing you you don't have to worry about death or super serious or the angst what you still get quite a bit of like really good action over the top action it, it very much plays like a sport anime but it's with tanks and it just makes it all the better because of it and now i've got the the video game that they made for the switch and i've been playing that and i've bought one of the ovas and i'm really enjoy this one i highly recommend it just because it's super fun and you don't have to think too much about it the only real complaint i have is that the main character is super dull one of these days that should be like a future episode why are the characters dull and why then do other shows have just phenomenal main characters with a bunch of spirit and personality 
Yeah, that, that should be a future episode. Yes, that would be a great episode. Our, Write our that next, down. We'll come back to it later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so our next part of this is we're going to flip this. So we're going to talk about shows we were super excited to get into and ultimately we're very disappointed by. Lars, yeah. do you want to start? Okay. Yes. I've already brought this up before here on the podcast, but I'll bring it up again. Cowboy Bebop. Amen. I, want, I wanted to enjoy this anime. And that and here's the thing. like And... and Yes, uh, I'll say this. There was a certain amount of hype to it that might have helped to contribute to it. But like people always go on about how smart, how brilliant it is, how great the characters are. And the characters are actually really good. The problem is, is that it ends up not being as smart as it wants you to think it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And the ending that it pulls off, like the and not just the the ending of the anime, but the episodes leading up to it, all seem to imply that like something really grand is coming, some big reveal, some big character moment, and you don't really get it. And it, and when there are people like, but don't you understand what he did? And I'm like, yeah, in fact, actually, he did it like in episode five. Like it, the 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 finale is just retreading what the, actually the beginning of the anime is already given to us. And in fact, we've come full circle nothing to show for it and so it ended up just being such a disappointment great characters great world building i was hyped for it and the sad thing is is that the ending is just so abysmal so lackluster that all of the cool stuff has just kind of fled my mind i know there was great stuff that happened in the earlier episodes but i honestly for the life of me can't remember it because i was just so disappointed with the ending and I was like, what was the point? And, and, and people are like, but it's so smart. I'm like, it's not smart. I can find other anime that are way more intelligent and actually have less going on and show you how they're superior to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. See, but, I only made it like, I think, four episodes into Cowboy Bebop. And it's not that I thought it was necessarily bad. I definitely feel like it was hyped to the moon and back, uh, and it did not deserve that hype. I, I, but I don't think that's necessarily saying that the show itself was bad. But like four episodes in, I just kind of realized I was like, what motivation do I have to continue this show? Mm-hmm. Really none. Like I don't, I don't feel any compulsion to finish this series. And so four episodes in, I'm like, I'm honestly kind of bored. And there's like ten other shows that I'd rather be watching right now. And that's kind of where it ended for me with Cowboy Bebop. Like I can, like I understand, I can appreciate, especially the voice acting. I can appreciate the voice acting. I can appreciate, you know, all the other things people say about it. I like, you know, yeah, sure. I didn't watch enough of it to say yes or no, particularly, you know. But you know, I can, I can sit and be like, okay, I understand why you think that. But for me, I'm just like, there was. N- just nothing about it pulled me in. And the thing is that it should have. Like, I love those kind of shows. Like, I love I love dramas, but I don't know. It just didn't do anything for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I had a bit of a different problem. I also wasn't able to finish it, but it was more along the lines of I have trouble with some shows that, like, just try to get too heavy all of a sudden, like subject matter and, like, character drama and all that kind of stuff, and they could try to go too deep, especially in just, like, one episode's time. I found with, like, Cowboy Bebop, unless it was, like, one of the more, like, comedic episodes, that I would just burn out really fast, so I would end up having yeah. to take these, like, super long breaks between episodes. So I only got about, like, 10 episodes in and then just haven't felt like going back was my problem. Yeah. And I can absolutely, and I can absolutely empathize with that. Yeah. With Amen. that, I mean, 
there, there, there were definitely like I didn't mind the switch to the serious tone, but it definitely it definitely was jarring. And there were other episodes sprinkled throughout that actually just had that excellent. They balanced they balanced the seriousness with the silliness and did some great stuff with the characters. But once again, like I just know that it happened. I honestly can't pull out any details just because I. <laughs> I just, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to pretend that I didn't watch this because it was just so bad. Right. And, and I mean, I know there's a bunch of people that are going to call me and call the rest of us heathens for, for that. But uh, to be quite frank, that's the way, that's the way I feel. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Nate, what was your disappointment? Okay. There's two that I could talk about here. There's one that is equally as controversial. That's the word. Oh, okay. That being Death Note or alternatively... I could talk about one that I was so hyped for and just let me down spectacularly. I'd probably Which one would you second. rather? Let's do a second. Okay. Yeah, we'll but... save Death Note as an honorable mention for the end of the episode. Yeah. But Classroom of the Elite, okay. by all rights, I should have loved this one because it's like, I love, like I said, I love character dramas. I love, especially like the psychologically, like the psychoanalytical ones. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that kind of stuff. Like Bunny Girl Senpai, My Teenage Rom-Com, Hyoka, Bakimonogatari, like there's, or Pet Girl of Sakurasau, for example. Like they're all kind of in that same genre. And this one, like I hear this one compared to those shows all the time. So I was like, yes, I'm so stoked. I've been looking for something else. And I get into it and I hated every single character. Like, I understand that was kind of the point, but it's like part of the reason why I love these character dramas is because I can like you learn about the characters It you know, you learn their struggles, their growth. Like you see all these things throughout the show. I got like seven, eight episodes in and I'm like, nothing's happening. They're all just like trying to like play these mind games with each other and they're just being rude to each other. And it's like it's not even like like the funny rude like in Konosuba, you know, like it was just like it was just dumb and like there's so many moments i was just like oh shock factor she's blackmailing him the whole time blah yeah huzzah i was like ah this is stupid like i don't <laughs> care i just don't care and i was so disappointed because it's like like i said and this one's so highly recommended especially for all of those shows and i was just like wow this this is terrible. Like, it's not even good writing. It's not good characters. It's not good anything. I, I it's actually just, just shock I, value I, for shock value. I, I was about to say that since we're writers, speaking, like speaking to that point, you can't just cram in shock after shock after shock, uh, shock after shock after shock because it doesn't work that way. Wait, it only Game works. Of Thrones. <coughs> it only works <laughs> if you do a proper buildup and you make the audience think one thing and then you pull the rug out from underneath them. Exactly. And then you have to let them sit there on the floor thinking that they're on the hard floor for a while until you pull that out from under them and show that that was a rug the entire time. Like you can do that, but you need to give it time. If you do yeah. every single episode a new twist, no, it doesn't work. Yeah, then it's like Game of Thrones. Let me kill off a character every other chapter. Don't you feel threat? Don't you feel like your favorite character is threatened? Yes, I do, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Maybe someday I'll come back and try and finish this series, but ugh, I don't know. I'm halfway done. Like, I might as well just finish it. But at the same time, it's like I've got so many. Number one, I don't have time right now. Like, I'm literally watching one anime and that's it. 
like this entire season because that's all I have time for. Maybe one day when I'm not, you know, working 80 hours a week, I'll have time, <laughs> I'll have time right. to watch something that I don't care about as much. But we're just glad sheesh. we got you for a half an hour to record an episode. Exactly. I know, right? Yeah, as soon as we hang up here, I'm going back to homework. So, <laughs> okay. Hey. All right, Scott, what, what's yours? Mine, so the Japanese name is Kyoko Suri, Suri, but in English, the name is Inspector. And oh. I, <laughs> I was looking so forward to this one because I'd read quite a bit of the manga and like, I love the characters. I love the setting. It had potential, like from what I read in the manga and I'm like, oh, this is going to be exciting and get into it and the first part of it wasn't bad like i enjoyed the first couple of episodes but then the rest of the season was completely wound up in just one arc you could have done so much more with this show if you'd done multiple arcs even if it was just a 12 episode anime Mm -hmm. you could have done so much more if you just kept this to three episodes and then had another arc or two in the show and it would have been perfect instead we ended up with what nine episodes dedicated to this one arc and it just drug on i was super disappointed like it it just felt sad like even though they won and they worked so hard to get to it i just kind of stopped caring because like they lost my interest very quickly. And I'm like, you wasted so much of this potential you had. Because I love the setting, all of the, like, the mystery and the, like, how the world worked. The world building is fantastic. It's just, yeah, they they just drug it on too long and it didn't work out. Yeah. I, could, I couldn't finish it. I finished like, it. There, there's, there, there's a part of me that wanted to, but, like, I, but, but, uh, but it just, like, I also felt like it just started to, like, drag on. Yeah. And I was just, and, and part of me was just like, I don't actually, I find myself not really caring. I also yeah. didn't like the dynamic between the two main characters. Yeah, like, that just was a little weird too. It on me. So yeah. I was like, yeah, screw it. Yeah, I have to agree with all of that. It, it just kind of fell apart. Like there was so much more they could have done, but it, it just felt like they ran out of, they ran out of things to do for the story to fill a 12 episode anime. And. They were just trying to, like, stretch it out as far as they could, and it just wasn't working. Mm-hmm. I find it interesting. I'm on Anime Planet right now looking at it, and it's interesting that it's being, like, it's being recommended for people who like to go sick. And I have a few bones to pick on that one, but very, I don't know, that's kind of interesting. Let's save this for a future episode, but what do you guys think about an episode talking about terrible endings to good shows? Because Go Sick belongs on that. Uh, yeah episode oh my God. future episode idea yeah right there I, put a pin I, in I, it yeah I, i'll have fun tearing into the original full metal alchemist <laughs> why why that ending i i, I want to let's see here say, say something maybe that'll about, like, also be a good time to talk about uh death note as well okay which is part okay. of the reason why i was disappointed but anyway brief honorable mentions of anime that i really wanted to like but just couldn't everything digimon post season one i feel like digimon shouldn't even have continued on because like once they face the dark masters and that's all wrapped up it's so complete the characters go on go through such phenomenal growth the world of the living the digital world is all saved it's even hinted at that other worlds have been saved it's great but yeah. then when you get into season two all of that so much character growth for the main cast has been walked back and now we're introduced to characters that you honestly just couldn't care about and i wanted to i tried but they were all so 
dumb and made the dumbest decisions ever. And the thing is, this is that like season two even references at one point, like how they murdered other people in Digimon in the previous season, like full on murder. And Ty's like, do you honestly think that you can avoid killing? And they're like, yeah. And then they go ahead and they do it. And I'm like, no, no. Like there are legit villains who should die the best part of season two is black war Greymon, and that's because he actually is the one character who goes around murdering others which i know it's a kid's show and everything like that but like season one played around with so many dark themes which made it really deep and compelling and dark war Greymon is the only character who is compelling in all of season two and then the other seasons are just negligible there's fluff (laughs) i love digimon but i cannot stand anything post season one (laughs) you want to hear my rapid fire other honorable mention disappointing shows yeah go for it madoka magica shaft why why (laughs) number two terror and resonance just Again, why? It, it, shock factor for shock factor. I did not like that one. Da-da-da-da. Honestly, I should give this one another shot because I feel like I look back on it and I think of my memories with it fondly. Mm. But in the moment, I remember just being very disappointed when I finished it. So I might go back and rewatch that at some point. The Ooh. first season of Do-da-da-da was great. And it just kind of like... Oh, see, I only ever over- watched the first yeah, season. It just... Like the second and third seasons for it just kind of overcomplicated itself like too much though the yeah. the ending in the third season wasn't bad i thought it was I felt like fun. i think I, in the moment i felt like it was really convoluted but yeah i'd have to go back and rewatch it to say for sure yeah um but here's two more very um controversial ones the melancholy of haruhi suzumiya that it one... was so overhyped i can't even begin to describe it like it was good but I don't understand why people like hype it as much as they do. Yeah. Especially when like half of the anime is the exact same episode, just reanimated over and over again. <laughs> um, oh, in the second season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was bad. That, uh, that was a then, mistake. That was honestly just a big old mistake. Yeah. I think that's actually when I ended up giving up on the show. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I already like am not necessarily enjoying it. I'm just going to end here. Yeah. Here's another for you. This might be a little spicy. K-On! Cannot stand it. Like, know. at all. I enjoyed K-On! But I like Fluff a bit more than you do. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I really can't stand Fluff. Really? There's just, like... I feel like a lot of Fluff, there's no, like, character development. There's no plot development. There's no... And for some people, that's great. You know, Slice of Life is all fun and dandy. But for me, it's like, Slice of Life just... Eh, it doesn't do anything for me. There's what? been a few Slice of Life shows that I've enjoyed. But K-On! I don't know. I just... I need some substance, and there was no substance for me. Slice of Life is a, is, a, is a hard one. Is a hard one to tackle. I'm right there with you. So thinking also, so thinking switching gears a little bit. But actually, Scoot, you you had something you wanted to say, so I'm not going to shift gears. Huh? Just yet. Uh, what what was your rapid fire? Hang oh. on, hang on those uh those reps for a bit longer while Scoot. What was my rapid fire? Yeah, I can't remember now. <laughs> I've derailed it. <laughs> well, I think you'll Ooh. then remember. Oh, sorry. Certain scientific railgun. I definitely need to rewatch that one, but I remembered being disappointed by the ending. Ooh. So oh. I never finished it. Okay. Okay. Yes, you should go back. I hate a certain magical index. Like looking back at it, it's so, so bad. But a certain scientific railgun is entertaining. And especially. Yeah. I remembered enjoying it, but I yeah. think at. I don't know why that one's like, 
I rem I that's another one where I look back on it fondly, but I feel like in the moment I was just like, eh, yeah. when I finished <laughs> it. So I, that's another one I need to go back and watch. Anyway, sorry. Sorry to derail with the <laughs> railgun. Derail with the railgun. Yes. <laughs> no, one anime, like just real quick, that I did not expect to like is uh, Kokoro Connect. Oh, yeah. I yes. Like, like, I Amen. remember, I, remember I, I came across a clip of it on YouTube. I looked at it and I was like, well, that's cute. And I bet that this anime is annoying as all get out, but dang it, you've hooked me. I'm going to yeah. look and I'm going to hate myself for watching it. And then I ended up like really enjoying it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking uh, of which, the, the, the couples at the end, I was like, they weren't what I expected to be. And, yeah. and I, like that. I, I like that it pulled off a switcheroo and it did it well. Yeah, so. it did it well. That's that's the kicker there. Uh, here's a few of my rapid fire uh, pleasantly surprised ones. So these are all ones that are like my expectations were not what they were. What? <laughs> my brain stopped halfway through that sentence <laughs> basically in other words if you haven't given these a shot give them a shot because they're probably not what you expect them to be log horizon bakimono gatsuri for sure bakimono that is my all-time favorite anime and i was not expecting to like it at all when i started it i still don't know why i started it but i'm <laughs> glad i did <laughs> fate stay night specifically the ufo table remakes of it uh spice and wolf Yes, please and thank you. Another one of my all-time favorites. There's Snow White with the red hair. That one was a great time. I never watched the second season, but the first season was fun. Nisekoi, we already talked about my teenage rom-com snafu, and those are my rapid-fire ones. Go watch all those if you haven't already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Put them on your list. Re rewind right there so we can make sure you get all of the... Uh... Uh, yeah. All of the Ooh, <laughs> get back two minutes. Ooh, I've got one that's a manga for one I wasn't expecting to actually like. It's called Sweat and Soap. <laughs> I was not expecting it. There was this whole thing where it's like I saw it on the manga site that I was reading on and like read through the description and I'm like, why the heck would you make a a manga about like your sweat fetish and like i was complaining about it on the chat and lars is like lars just falls full-on says at the time is if there's no pictures there's no proof prove it kind of idea i'm like yeah. okay i'm gonna get onto this something and look it sounded so bad yeah <laughs> i couldn't believe it and i started reading the dumb thing and i'm like this is a really cute romance it's good it's so I good see, i want I want to see it animated. I do too. I do too. That's that another, really that's a perfect example of like a bad premise does not make a bad story. Yeah. AKA, mm -hmm. you know, rent a girlfriend, but also yeah. on the flip side, a good premise does not make a good story. Exactly. AKA sort out online. Yes. 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 Don't yeah, judge a show on matter. its, yeah. A, don't judge a show on its premise, more or less. Yeah. Put that on the t-shirt. <laughs> that might be the I episode shall. title. Yeah, that's all perfect. Right. All right. So let's... that means that we got to find some good shows that we can. <laughs> right. We can go back, <laughs> go back yeah. to. Thanks for listening here to this, excuse me, this here podcast. If you enjoyed it, check out our other podcasts and check out our YouTube channel, Camille's Harem. And on the Camille's Harem note, uh, we have a another podcast called Camille's Harem where we talk about writing advice and we read terribly written works of of fiction. people of fiction of terrible things we found online and that's always a fun time but yeah go check out our youtube go check out our other podcasts they're on all the podcasting sites that you can imagine it's probably on whatever podcasting site you're listening to this one on right now and on that note join our discord if you want to uh chat with us 
that would be the best way to do it. And as always, sayonara, okasan. Oyasumi.